and welcome back to the last slice of pizza. I'm your host, James, and today we are going over the episode Bunny Raven, or How to Make a Titanimal Disappear. And I know it has been too long since I last did one of these, and I apologize. I know I promised myself I wouldn't apologize for any delays, but this was like a big delay. And you know what? That's just kind of the person I am. But hopefully I can at least finish this season and then work to reorganize myself next season. Anyways, without further ado, let's get into this episode, which is a fairly good episode, if I do say so myself. So it begins with Mumbo Jumbo in the process of robbing a bank. He proclaims, now I shall make all your money disappear. And he uses his magic to suck up the money, but leaves some bills behind, which is a little antithetical to his claim, but it does make for a great show. And Mumbo is nothing if not a showman. He then goes to take a penny out of one of the teller's ears and it coughs from being in there and Mumbo says, I do love a captive audience. The Titans enter with Robin saying they might be captive now, but you're the one going to jail. Mumbo counters, you forget, I'm an escape artist and then throws some bouncing ball bombs. Beast Boy turns into a gator to catch one, but it blows up in his mouth. The others fight back, but Mumbo dodges. He then takes out a... Okay, this next word I have something to say about. Handkerchief. It's apparently spelled handkerchief, which makes sense, because it's a kerchief for your hand. But I've never heard anyone ever pronounce the D. It's always handkerchief to me. Because, like, I'm hankering for that steak or whatever. You know what I mean? It's just weird. Words are weird, but anyway, he uses the han- handkerchief. Uh, this is trip. This words trip me up. When I whenever a word trips me up, I get like, I talk about it. Uh, he ties up Cyborg and flings him into Robin, and then both of them into a pillar. Starfire tries to move in, but Mumbo deflects with a game of fifty-two pickup. Gator Beast Boy tries to close in as well, but Mumbo uses his handkerchiefs to tie up his mouth. Raven then confronts him. Mumbo fires a ball, but she takes control of it and fires back. Mumbo appears without a head, causing the teller to faint. However, his head pops up out of his hat, and uh, he uses some magic rings to capture Raven. Raven then insults his magic as not being real and breaks free and tries to slam the pillar into him. However, he disappears and reappears before feeling insulted by Raven's words and asks her to be a part of his show. He uses his magic to change the pillar into a flock of birds, which swarm Raven into a tornado. It swings across back to the other Titans as Robin grabs onto her, Starfire grabs onto Robin, uh, Cyborg grabs onto Star, and Beast Boy grabs onto Cyborg as a mammoth. However, it proves not to be enough as they all get sucked into Mumbo's hat. While they are swirling, Raven's grasp slips and she gets lost. Mumbo has her and he uses his presto changeo trick. And when the spotlight appears, Raven is now a bunny. She is not amused. Then we get the Japanese theme song, which is 
fitting for this episode, which we'll get to in just a little bit. So the curtain lifts as we get the title card, but not for the episode. We do see the title like being displayed as per usual, but the episode itself breaks itself into like parts with this part being called the warm-up act mumbo's menagerie or a cotton tale of woe and it's presented on cards we see the first part then we pull the card away to see the other to see or and then we see the other title and yeah this episode's theming is just off the wall it has like this wonder vaudevillian magic style mixed with looney tunes and it goes really hard into this style it's a highly visual episode it uses this style like to do a whole lot and it is another wacky episode before the finale and it's not as wacky as fractured is because that's a little more random but instead of being as random as that one, it maintains this consistent style just turned up to 11, which is a really strong choice. And it is, it's, it is like, this is a very, very visual episode. I cannot stress this enough. I know I say that a lot, but this one is like more visual than most. And that's, and that is saying a lot. So Raven is in denial saying that this can't be real. This has to be another one of Mumbo's tricks. A walking card, think Alice in Wonderland, comes up and sneers at her. When Raven inquires about him, he flips over and says, I'm any card, you know, pick a card, any card. And when he flips, he goes like cheery instead of that uh, like sneery tone from earlier. Raven asks where she is. Any card tells her she's in Mumbo's hat. She asks why she's a rabbit, but any card flips back to insult her some more, saying, Do you always ask such stupid questions? Raven, fed up, tries to use her magic to leave, but her magic only ties up her ears. Nice, any card says, Your magic doesn't work here. Only Mumbo can do magic. We're here to assist. Raven says, I'm nobody's prop, while trying to untangle her ears. Once she does, she asks, so how do I get out of here? Mumbo echoes in, saying, I can't tell you that. A magician never reveals their secrets. He reaches down, and any card says, it's the hand! Scatter! Any card runs, and Raven tries to run in the, um, like, Scooby-Doo, like, clunk, 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 clunk kind of thing i really can't do the noise like the noise would tell you what i was trying to do but i i cannot do that noise i think that's not a noise most humans can do but like the swirling legs and all that jazz (laughs) hey anyway uh but raven is captured raven asks if you're such a good magician why do you need me Mumbo answers, you're going to be my assistant for the show tonight. Raven refuses, but Mumbo says, silly rabbit, you don't have a choice. My hat, my rules. He goes off with Raven in tow. Meanwhile, outside where Raven is, the other Titans are wandering around the street in Mumbo's hat. 
and the exterior of Mumba's hat is very blue, very flashy, very like 30s animation and vaudeville and stuff, like the kind of stuff I was saying before. Beast Boy comments, I knew Mumbo had a big head, but I didn't know he had such a big hat. But Cyborg counters, I don't think this hat is actually that big. This is the third time we've passed by this theater. Robin says, we have to find Raven. And Starfire remarks, if only there were a sign. Suddenly, a large neon sign announcing Mumbo's show with his new assistant, Raven. They accept that and rush in to try and save her. They appear on a table on the stage as it lights up. Robin calls out for Raven. Raven responds. Starfire asks, Mumbo has made you invisible? Up here, Raven calls. They all look up to see Bunny Raven in a cage. Beast Boy asks, why does that rabbit sound like Raven? Raven replies, because it's me. Starfire flies up and adores Raven's bunny form. But Raven growls at this, causing Starfire to ease off on the whole heart eyes thing. She then uh, blasts the cage open, but as uh, Raven tries to escape, Mumbo comes back, takes Raven, and says he can't give out a sneak preview. Robin demands her back, but Mumbo makes her disappear into her hat. Cyborg calls this out as them being inside Mumbo's hat and Raven being in Mumbo's hat and Mumbo's hat, which also confuses Beast Boy. Mumbo says that he's not mad at them for breaking into his show early and will show that he's the bigger man. He comes out as a giant and Robin calls out, the bigger they are, the harder they fall. And Titans go to attack Mumbo. Mumbo's hand lands on Cyborg, but he blasts his way out of it. Beast Boy is a pterodactyl and Starfire fly by. Mumbo reaches for Beast Boy, but uh, it gives Starfire the ability to sneak in and punch him. Robin is climbing up his top hat, and when he gets up, he cuts it. However, inside is some birds waiting to swarm him, causing him to fall, but Starfire catches him. Beast Boy is still flying, and he makes a play for the hat, but when he grabs it, he thinks he's carrying it off. But the hat just extends into a cannon, which Beast Boy is then loaded into and then shot off. He flies and lands on a magically appearing wheel that knife throwers throw onto. Um, Cyborg and Starfire fire off their blasters and starbolts, respectively, knocking Mumbo down. Cyborg compliments Starfire, even when you're tiny, you pack a punch. Mumbo has had it with these pesky powers, though, and knows just the trick to deal with them. He poofs Cyborg, Starfire, and Robin. Beast Boy asks, what did you do with them? Mumbo appears in front of him menacingly with cups. He starts doing the cups trick with the other titans inside. Beast Boy tries to keep track but is sweating doing so. Mumbo with his hand hovering over the cup on the furthest stage right end asks Beast Boy to tell him which titan is under the cup. Beast Boy runs through the options and lands on Robin. Mumbo says, you're half right. He lifts the cup and it's Robin, but he's a monkey. He lifts the other cups and Starfire is turned into a cat and Cyborg is turned into a bear with a tutu and he is unamused. Beast Boy then asks, what are you going to do to me? I can already turn into animals. 
Mumbo tries his trick, but uh, Beast Boy turns back every time, turning him into a mouse, a duck, and then a dog. And then Mumbo figures out his solution quickly, though, and turns Beast Boy into a lamp. Mumbo leaves as he has a show to prepare for, and then he poofs the Titans away. So on a Looney Tunes backdrop uh, with Mumbo in the middle of the circle, a Mumbo comes up and plasters with uh, this section's title, which is Dress Rehearsal, a showdown with a showman. And then another Mumbo comes up and plasters over with the ore on a piece of paper on his back. And the other title he plasters is Take My Powers, Please. The first Mumbo is a bit miffed at the second Mumbo, who goes off running. The Titanimals are wandering around in the dark, and Starfire says, Ow! Robin apologizes, thinking he stepped on her foot, but it was her tail. Cyborg asks Lamp Boy to turn the light on. He does and lights up the area. Cyborg is upset at his tutu, saying, I can take Luz in a fight, but this is just mean. He takes off the tutu, but then another one reappears. He keeps doing this while Starfire asks how Mumbo is able to do all this. Robin believes that Mumbo's magic must be stronger in his hat and they need to figure out how to combat it to get out. Cyborg is still furious and says, when I get my claws on him, he then realizes what he said and just like, did I say claws? Starfire says, be thankful you do not have the fleas. And she scratches herself and we see little Mumbo fleas biting her. Beast Boy then turns into an old-timey phone and starts ringing. Cyborg answers it, and Beast Boy lets off, saying that they have nothing to complain about. I'm a lamp! He goes on to complain about what being a lamp is like, but Cyborg hangs up the phone, saying, well, at least we got a way to shut Beast Boy up. Beast Boy turns into a foghorn and blasts Cyborg through his pile of tutus and to a door. The Titans surmise that it's probably a trap, but better than staying here. They leave and find out it's outside, as where they were before. Beast Boy turns into an old-timey British phone booth and rings again. Cyborg won't answer it, so Robin and Starfire play rock, paper, scissors, and Robin loses, so he goes to answer it. Beast Boy asks, what does Blue Deanie want with Raven anyway? Robin says he has no idea, but uh, Sirens blare. Robin says we have other things to worry about. So an old-timey paddy wagon shows up, and out of it, there's an outpouring of gloves. The Titans go on the offensive, but Robin's utilities are all now bananas. Starfire can't fly, and her bolts are hairballs. Cyborg's cannon fires a flag that says bang. And one of the gloves bodies Cyborg onto Beast Boy, who says, Let me help. I can crank call them. Meanwhile, in Mumbo's lair, Raven is trying to use her magic words to no avail. Mumbo suggests abracadabra. She tries it, and a bunch of flowers pop out. Mumbo takes one and squirts water from it and laughs, saying it never gets old. Uh, he offers her a bird as a peace offering, but Raven counters, You pulled that out of your sleeve. Mumbo gets grumpy. He puts the bird in his hat and rips off his sleeves and says, Must you always be so analytical? He offers her two more birds. Raven says that this isn't real. It's all just smoke and mirrors. 
You probably hypnotized me into thinking I'm a rabbit, and when I wake up, my nose will twitch every time a bell rings. Mumbo says that that would be a good trick, but no. His sleeves regrow, and Raven threatens that when she figures out how he's creating this illusion, his powers will mean nothing. Mumbo counters by saying that figuring out the trick doesn't make it any less real. He then demonstrates how real it is by underlining her traits and plucking off one of her whiskers. Back at the glove battle, Starfire tackles one of the gloves and is going to town on it. However, another distracts her with a ball of yarn. She is playing with it until more gloves surround her and then runs screaming, I do not like being a cat in this hat. Cyborg wrestles with uh, the grasp of a glove and is losing. Beast Boy is getting tossed around and he turns into a lifeguard director, probably director, megaphone, and shouts, Hello, can someone give me a hand here? And the gloves start applauding. After the applause, the Titanimals are rounded up into the paddy wagon and Cyborg is stunned by the situation and asks, What's next? A fortune teller machine, Mumbo, answers that, with, you will have a very bright but very short career in showbiz. And then the Titans are poofed again. So backstage of the theater, uh, the show's about to start with Raven in a cage. A Mumbo Feather Girl walks by. And some muscle-bound Mumbos walk in with the title card, The Showstopper, Mumbo the Musical. They drop it, revealing the or card behind it. And then the other title, once they lift it up, is the titan's number is up and also on that we see the skulls of the various titanimals including a lamp skull which is funny if a little dark the other titans and mumbo prime appear mumbo says if you can't beat mumbo join mumbo and then a muppet probably scooter based arrives saying that it's two minutes to showtime he showers mumbo with praise until his head gets too inflated Robin protests, but Mumbo says that they have no control. Mumbo then reveals his grand plan through song. Uh, he then signals the maestro, which looks a lot like Liberace. He plays, and the show tune starts. The Titans try to attack, but Mumbo freezes them and begins singing. Trying to recap this whole musical number is difficult. This episode is difficult, but the musical number is especially hard. Not that I don't enjoy it. This one really goes hard. But it is fast. It is meant to confuse you and the Titans. And just trying to keep up like this is not really uh, feasible. So I will do the best I can. But just know I might be missing some things. So he shows off uh, their cards symbolizing that he has their powers. And then surrounds them in uh, cards who dress them. Robin tries to escape but any card returns to stare him down. He then places them on a makeup chair one by one until they collapse. A makeup chair by the way so that's all of them. And then a glove comes in and powders them with makeup. Mumbo appears by a mirror and then splits off from it. And then it goes away while the mirror Mumbo pops out. And the mirror turns into lights. And Mumbo says he's the master of their fate. Master of their fate. 
Mumbo plays his nose like a snake charmer, and a six-armed Mumbo appears and dances. The Titans take off their stage costumes and get their usual duds back on, but Mumbo instructs his team to put them in their cages and keep them apart. Then the Muppet Mumbo comes back saying, Places, everyone! The show's about to start! As the Titans are caged and separated, the hands start singing, and the cards make a house of cards with any card going up to the top, and... There's also this one thing I don't get where we see a torso mumbo. I have to believe it's a reference, but because everything else is a reference, but I have no idea what what that is. But mumbo walks up the card stairs, and just when you think he falls, he's on the floor. He sings a high note that goes into space and reveals his greatest trick, which is to make the Titans disappear. Everything but his mouth fades, and he adds, forever. And then, the mouth fades. The show begins. Yeah, that's that's the whole thing I have for notes on the musical number. Again, it's really fast, really show tuny, just just a lot. So, uh, the show begins, and a mumbo orchestra plays. Mumbo walks onto the stage, revealing the title. Uh, here being the grand finale. He does a trick, and in his hand, a second mumbo with the second title on his briefcase comes out. Or, can the Titanimals bring down the hat? There is a bit with, like, a Statler and Waldorf mumbo. One starts the joke with another one finishing the punchline. I thought I would remember the joke and punchline, but, uh, it wasn't very Statler and Waldorf-y, because this whole thing is a bit self-aggrandizing. So it's just like a joke and not like, you know, making fun of the performer. But it was still fun. Oh, wait, wait, wait. I'm starting to remember it a little bit. I think, I think there was a camera involved. I'm not sure. But Mumbo takes the mic and introduces the show. Below the stage, the Titans are discussing what their plan is. Raven is pessimistic because Mumbo holds all the cards. Robin says that even without their powers, they're still the Titans. The show begins, and Cyborg is the opening act as a dancing bear. As he gets on stage, the audience cheers, but one heckler says, Nice tutu, dork. Mumbo commands Cyborg to dance, but Cyborg goes to strike. However, Mumbo's magic compels him to dance. He tries to suppress it, but he dances away. He's then dressed up in Russian garments and forced to do the Cossack dance. Down below, Starfire says that maybe they can sneak up on Mumbo, but Beastway becomes like a ticket reader or something to communicate that Mumbo has eyes in the back of his hat. Robin agrees, and Beastway says thank you on the paper as Robin gets pulled up. Beastboy uh, through Star asks what happened. Cyborg, who has returned, says, He made me do a jig. Starfire gasps in horror and then asks, What is a jig? On stage, Mumbo introduces Robin as the comedy portion. Robin fires bananas into Mumbo, which gets a laugh, but Mumbo gives Robin some symbols, and the crowd hates him now as they start chucking rotten food at him. A butler Mumbo brings out a tray of rotten food to replenish the prize. 
One of the hoity mumbos in the crowd grabs a rotten turkey and throws it and hits Robin. Then they start getting bigger and bigger vehicles until a cruise liner appears. Mumbo makes it disappear to applause. The Titans are still thinking and Cyborg gets taken in. In this act, it starts as the putting your head into the big cat's mouth trick, which already has a lady fainting, but then Mumbo gets swallowed and then pooped out? There is no gracious way to say that. Starfire is not pleased, but the crowd is. That's, it's, it is a little bit weird. Beast Boy has an idea, but Cyborg shoots him down because, uh, like, the ingredients to the plan seem impossible. So Mumbo takes Beast Boy and does the spinning plate trick, but drops all of them except for Beast Boy, which is funny, but also incredibly dark. Starfire asks Raven if she knows anything as Mumbo's assistant. Raven says he hasn't told her anything. Raven gets taken up and we get to see like the separating boxes trick, but Raven's head is off her body and Mumbo says, my assistant has worried her head off. His head falls off too. And as his body tries to grab his head, he grabs Raven's head instead and then poofs his head back on. The curtain falls and the audience cheers. Mumbo takes Raven out of his hat and Raven asks, why put me together when you're just gonna undo it later? Mumbo says he needs her in one piece for the finale. He places her in a cage and sends her down. Mumbo goes to get his makeup done and Muppet Mumbo calls out that the finale is in five minutes. The Titans are despondent, but Beast Boy calls and wonders if this is just another trick. Starfire says it seems very real. Raven adds that even if it is a trick, it's still real as wrong as Mumbo's doing it. Raven then gets an idea. They have to pull off an even greater trick. She asks Robin if his tail can grab the paint cans and if Beast Boy can be a paintbrush. They can. The stage is set for the finale and everyone's excited. Mumbo begins presenting, for the last time ever, the Teen Titans. However, when their cages appear, no one appears to be in it. The crowd boos and Mumbo is concerned. We see from behind that they painted themselves just right. No more, no less. Mumbo goes to investigate, and that's when Raven kicks him out of his hat, back into the bank, and the Titans come out as well, overjoyed. Mumbo tries running, but Robin has his gear and uses his birdarang to trip him. Beast Boy remarks, yes, you have no bananas. Mumbo looks into his hat and his audience is cheering. The Statler and Waldorf Mumbo joke, that was the greatest trick. And the other one says, eh, it was old hat. Raven takes the hat to make sure he doesn't have any encore performances. Mumbo asks what happened and Raven says we had an even bigger trick. Mumbo asks what it was, but Raven remarks, a magician never reveals her secrets, putting on her hat and winking. Mumbo is sad, the circle closes on his nose, ending the episode. Again, this is another episode that is what it sets out to be. It's simple but effective and harkens back to classic cartoons and vaudeville and it just works. It it knows what it's doing and it does it to a really spectacular degree. It's just effective 
at uh, making this menagerie of marvelousness. But it is also why doing a recap of Teen Titans Go would be difficult. It's not like old fashioned, but it is the same kind of like jokes on jokes on jokes. And there's not really much else. Like, this is more standalone. Like, this isn't your average Teen Titans episode, which makes it, like, good for for doing this and in general. But, like, Teen Titans Go would just be something like this over and over again, where it's just a bunch of, like, silly, goofy stuff. And, like, you know, after a while, it's just me, like, dryly saying, like, jokes over and over again and like that's not fun like Teen Titans Go is fun I think and this episode certainly is fun but it would be tired to doing episodes like this over and over again despite how fun you can make it it's just it's just not not the perfect vehicle for something like this but having said that it's still really good it's a nice, fun episode before we get to the finale. And it, it does a lot with the style it chooses. And it has that focus. And that is where I will end this episode of The Last Slice of Pizza. I, once again, would like to thank the Unknown King for the use of our theme song. And be sure to tune in next time for said finale. Titans East. I will see you then.